the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. You're listening to Pure Opelka. Right now, we're going to check in with a buddy of ours. I was wearing his shirt uh, for uh, the 22, hashtag for the 22. Ernesto Rodriguez is a guy we connected with last fall after he got out of the Army and decided enough is enough with the people in our military committing suicide that he had to call some attention to the problem. So what did he do? He walked from his home in Tennessee 2,200 miles and changed to the Pacific Ocean and did it through the harshest conditions you could imagine. Winter across North Texas to Death Valley as well, by himself, virtually most of the way. People would walk with him a few miles here and there, but it was his journey and his journey alone. And we followed him. And so I love to keep up with what Ernesto's doing and what he's got uh, ahead because he's not given up on this mission to call attention to the suicide problem we have with our, our veterans. And he's back. Welcome back, sir. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, I'm curious because I know when you got off on this venture, when you started your first footsteps out of Tennessee, started walking west, uh, you were a little different frame than you ended up at the end. I think you had dropped like 30 or 35 pounds by the end of it. And your calf oh, muscles you. were significantly bigger. Uh, where are you now? Are you keeping the weight off? Are you still in that kind of road shape? Uh, surprisingly, I'm calling you from the gym. <laughs> so, still still working out, still, uh, still keeping the, the shape. I figured it was either I was going to sit back down on my couch and get fat again or, you know, stay, stay on a workout regimen and make sure I keep the, keep the weight off that I, uh, that I got off. Well, I, I, uh, appreciate the, the discipline that you have to have to do that because it doesn't get easier the older you get. It gets a little tougher. So I always tell everybody, it's kind of like our professors used to say, study in September. It'll become a lot easier later in the year. So mm -hmm. um, we um, we have we have the good news that you're staying in shape. We have the good news that uh, you're working on the book to chronicle yeah. your adventure and your walk. And, and you've also the shirts that uh, that we bought here to send out to some of our friends who listen to the show ha have uh, been doing some good work for veterans. I think it was Ariz Arizona was the group that was being helped by this last T-shirt. Right. The pro the proceeds for this shirt, and this isn't like the last ones where there's a time limit, but the proceeds for this shirt are going to uh, a homeless veteran community in Tucson, Arizona. And what they do is they only take gift cards uh, for Walmart, for example, and gas cards. Uh, the reason they do that is so that they don't have any cash flow in. Uh, if they do have cash, they don't want to be tempted. They don't want to have the homeless veterans be tempted to get back in their routine of controlled substances or alcohol. That's a good idea. That's a great idea. So they buy gift cards for Walmart and, and gas stations, and that gives people access to transportation and food and clothing, et cetera. That's a really smart idea. And right. do you and remember the website for that one, that shirt? It, it's um, Sakarin Saviv, S-A-C-E-R-A-N-D-S-A-V-I-V-E. Okay, and, that sounds like sounds like my last eye chart, Ernesto. You're going to have to tweet that to me, and I will retweet I will. it to everybody. 
for sure. But now you've got a couple other things. One, I think we can't talk about completely, but one I think we can talk about, right? You've got two big things coming up. Right. So I was, I was asked not to speak about it just because of the time sensitivity, but we have discussed it once before on your show. So if somebody listens back, they'll be able to, to hear where I'm going. I'm just not allowed to talk about it right now. Um, but I do have another project in the works with a, an actress in California. Um, her name is Julia Ling, and she was on a pretty successful show uh, on NBC a few years back, and she is a Marine. And um, she is starting up a project where she is doing a film uh, and is going to be completely run by veterans, uh, mostly Marine veterans. Um, the difference between this and a Hollywood production is Hollywood productions you know, fantastical, and, and they exaggerate some of the, the details. Uh, this one's going to be very down-to-earth, uh, very gritty, but it'll be the truth, and it's it's hiring all, all veterans to make sure it's done. So do, is there a working title, did you say, for this project? Yes, it's called Tango Down. Tango Down. Mm-hmm. And in in terms of military parlance, what does that mean? Do you know? Uh, Tango Down is uh, like Enemy Down. Okay. Okay. And this will be a realistic look at what happens actually in combat, in war. It'll be combat and outside of combat. So the the conflict, the, the internal conflict that a, a veteran has after coming back, uh, one of the major themes of this is going to be moral injury. And moral injury is is an injury that you 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 put yourself in a position or an action which questions your morals and that uh, guilt of, of breaking your moral code um, can put you into, into depression uh, or, or cause other, you know, other problems internally. Uh, it's, it's a very touchy subject because it, it, it looms into post-traumatic stress, but um, they're not mutually exclusive. It sounds like, and we're talking about something pretty heavy here, and that is, sort of um, the, the spiral that can happen from, from this conflict and it leads to depression and or additional problems, complications with PTSD, which we know all of this is related to the suicide problem we have with our vets. So this is a heavy duty thing. And I know I, I'm pretty much guessing anybody who's been in, in the service for a while and been in some of the situations faces this this is not an uncommon feeling is it no it's not and then a lot of people you know categorize it as something that combat arms personnel go through and only combat arms personnel but i've spoken to people who, who work in mortuary affairs or they work in other uh other facets of the military and you're a soldier first of course there are different jobs within the military but you're a soldier first so if you're on a you know on a convoy or if you're doing a patrol because, you know, somebody's sick or somebody's down for the day and you're not an infantryman or, you know, you're not, you don't have combat experience, that doesn't mean it can't happen to you. So we're always prepared for that. So there are other um, occupational skills in the military that suffer from uh, moral injury. Well, I can imagine. I can imagine it's widespread. So it's, it's, uh, it's good that they're bringing it out of, the, out of the closet, out of the darkness, into the light. That's always where we seem to find solutions appear when sunshine's involved. And w- when do you think this one will be able to be seen by the rest of us? Well, I, I'm, I'm heading to Los Angeles in December uh, to film. 
uh, I'm, I'm going to be a part of the production. Um, from from that point forward, once the editing's done, uh, the plan is to submit it to uh, the, the short film festivals, so Sundance and 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 the like. Uh, and and we really just want to show, you know, the, the 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 realness behind combat. And and suicide is such a touchy subject, and it's something sometimes I think Hollywood doesn't want to grasp onto uh, because it's so real. But if we communicate it openly, then maybe we can at least alleviate the problem a little bit. Well, I hope so. And, you know, the last time I think Hollywood really dealt with suicide in an honest fashion was in the Oscar winning film Ordinary People, which I'm telling you, it was a downer. But you know what? I think it sparked a lot of conversations. And if we can if we can stop one by sparking an uncomfortable conversation, then I think we've done a service to the men, the women, the families of those who protected us. And I think we at least owe that that conversation and that opportunity. I'm excited for this, Ernesto. I, I know it's going to be a heavy project. I know it's going to be a project that's going to put the mirror back on everybody involved in it. So, uh, you know, you always you always worry about folks like that. So I, yeah. I will be concerned about everyone involved in it, including you, my friend. But oh, yeah. uh, it's definitely going to take an emotional toll. I mean, the walk, the book, everything that has brought back all those memories is definitely taking an emotional toll. But I mean, I think we need to risk that that uh, exposure of, of your emotions so that other people that are going through these situations understand that it's OK to discuss these things. Well, you're you're um, you're a leader on this and I appreciate you for being there. Now, when can we expect to see when can we tell the other story completely? Uh, around September. Okay. Around September. So we're going to book you to be back around September. If not, you know, you're always welcome here. Uh, can I ask you a completely off topic question, but it's still military related. Mm -hmm. Are you allowed to express an opinion or have an opinion on the, on the statement or the president's wishes to keep a transgender person from serving in the military? Do you feel it's a good idea, bad idea, problem, not a problem? I, I am now a private citizen, uh, so I can say whatever I want. Okay, but, good. Uh, uh, I, I, I can see both sides of the argument, and, and I know that's kind of neutral, and maybe that's me kind of skirting away from the subject, but it's not. Uh, I, I've seen public figures and people who have no experience in the military, zero, uh, who who have spoken out uh, against or for it. Uh, and, and again, this is, this is where we're talking about having a conversation. I think our country has lost the great art of debate, where if we hear something that, we, that doesn't agree with us, we shut it off. We block it. We don't listen to it anymore. We don't like being questioned. We don't like being challenged. And that's where the problem is. There could be solutions for, for, for the transgender issue. Uh, I, I served with uh, people that, that are in the LGBT community, and I've never had a problem with them. Uh, I, I've never been with, with a transgender soldier uh, in, in, a, in a unit. But if that person has already gone through what they have to go through to, to identify themselves with what they want, I don't see a problem with them serving. Now, if they're still going through surgeries, they're still going through all their homework treatments, and it's going to debilitate them from the fight, 
that's where the effectiveness of the military goes away. See, and I think that's where most common thought happens, where most agreement happens on this topic. I think 90% of or some overwhelming percentage of Americans believe if somebody will raise their hand, swear to protect and defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic, and is willing to take up arms and go through training, I think we're all happy to say, yes, go. But then we get to the question of combat readiness, fitness to engage in the fight. And if there is surgery and or medical treatments and or counseling that takes 18 months to two years, then I think a lot of us go, wait a minute, that's not fair to everybody else. And I think that's where that's where I have the the argument in my own head. So we're kind of I think a lot of us are on the same page on this. And as one person called and go ahead. We can find solutions, and, and that's the problem. Like, why, if, 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 a, if a transgender soldier has not gone through this surgery and wants to join the military, then that person's enlistment contract shouldn't start until post-operation where that person is recovered. Yeah, or see, I think common sense from within is what's needed here, and, and you and many others who have spoken out on this have brought that, that real perspective from within to the table, so I'm... I'm happy to hear that. I'm I'm running up against a breaker, Nesto. I, I appreciate you checking in with us. Tw- please tweet me that, that web page so I can tell people if they want to jump on the bus and support the great new shirt, they can. And then uh, sure we'll be in touch on, on the next uh, big news that you'll have. I hope we can reveal it soon. Or as you said, if you can find him in SoundCloud, uh, Ernesto kind of hinted big time at what was happening last time. So thank you, my friend. The Blaze Radio Network. On demand.